you are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. Thank you, Amelia. And how's it going, A's fans? Welcome to episode 265 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's episode, Cole Irvin is probably the best pitcher in baseball right now. Uh, I have so many stats to give you. It is so much fun. Uh, I I love that, man. And also, uh, today is also Water Cooler Wednesday. So I'm going to tell you guys why Chris Bassett, why I have deemed him the ace of this rotation, even though he has an ERA close to four. And then in the final segment, I'm going to go over some of the standouts from the first day of minor league action. There were a few, and we're going to touch on the top 30 prospects that played and played well and all that stuff. I don't like calling people out when they don't do well, because it's baseball. Sometimes people don't do well, and it's been literally one game. So uh, I'm going to give you people props when they do well and then just not talk about them when they don't. So that's uh, that's how that's going to go. Uh, so that is what we got coming up for you guys today. Also, before I get started with anything else, make sure that you follow the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast hosted by the great Arm Layton. Uh, you were going to hear his voice yesterday, but I did not hit record and I feel so bad for wasting his time. He gave me some great information. He has notes on notes about everybody and he's got some connections too because he's over there in Florida where they have all of the leagues because Florida has okay weather. So yeah, if you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. It's the one that I just mentioned, Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Layton, and it is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. He's had guests. He's had Jesus Luzardo on that show. He's had Mike Fires on that show. And if you like other teams too, he's had some of their top prospects on that podcast too. So you got to go follow the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Also, make sure to follow this podcast wherever you like hearing, uh, you know, my voice. Uh, and then follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Locker Room app. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's get into last night's game. The A's beat the Jays 4-1. to one. And once the A's had four runs, it was like, wow, it kind of feels like this one's over. Let's just play it out. And that's kind of what happened because Cole Irvin was dominant. Uh, also, this one made the A's uh, 19 and 12. They had the most wins in baseball, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Whoop-de-friggin-do. Uh, but the, the story in this game was Cole Irvin. He went eight innings pitched, gave up three hits, one run. He walked a batter, which is insane because he doesn't do that anymore. And he also, he also never did that, but he also... Uh, he has three walks in his last uh, four starts. So uh, it's weird seeing a walk on the stat line is all I'm saying. And he also struck out nine, which is fantastic. Great work out of him. His counterpart, uh, I'm going to say Anthony K, Michael K. Uh, I forget his name. He didn't pitch well enough for me to remember that. Uh, he went four innings, gave up four hits, four earned runs, lots of fours. Too many fours, I'm going to say. And then uh, two walks, four strikeouts. Wow, he should have just given up two more extra bait, or, uh, walks and just been fine. Just go fours across the board uh, by Anthony Michael K. <laughs> so uh, I'll get into 
uh, Cole Irvin here in just a second, but Mitch Moreland, he had a two-run homer. Apparently, he destroys the uh, the Blue Jays a fair amount. I was talking to Locked On Blue Jays host A.J. Andrews for the first few innings of this game, and she just kept saying, wow, Mitch Moreland, whatever jersey he's wearing will do damage against the Blue Jays. And he did that tonight, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, Jeb Lowry, he now has three straight multi-hit games. If you've been listening to the podcast, it's because he's a vampire, you guys. Jesus Luzardo and J.B. Wendell can go on the I.L. And all of a sudden, Jed Lowry's out here getting multi-hit games every single time he picks up a bat. There's too many coincidences, you guys. This is ridiculous at this point. And I hope that... I Jed, you're a vampire. I'm saying it to your face. This is me telling you, Jed Lowry, you're a vampire. And... I know your secrets. This is getting a little bit out of hand. Maybe try and mask it a little bit better. And he loves playing at nights. I don't have stats on that, but he's a vampire, so it works. <laughs> also, uh, use Mero Petit. He got his first save in four years tonight. And uh, so now he's the vulture of saves and wins. And that what what is what is this? He's what? Whatever you need from Yuzmero Petit, he's got you covered. This is ridiculous, and I am having a lot of fun with it. Partially because the A's are playing so well right now, so everything's just fun. But uh, yeah, Yuzmero Petit. Remember when we were worried about him a few games into the season because of how he finished last season? Yeah, he's fine again. That's just how he does. But let's get into some of the uh, the Cole Irvin stats that I found the most enjoyable. Uh, the first one is in his last four starts, he has a 142 ERA in 25 and a third innings pitched. Uh, he, he went eight tonight, so that... Uh, you love it when A starters go eight innings because that happens like twice a year. He has three walks, as I mentioned, and 29 Ks. He's striking out more than a batter an inning, and he throws 91. That's that's good stuff. He knows what he's doing up there, and I thoroughly appreciate him. Uh, also, uh, in the mailbag that I'm releasing tomorrow, I answered a question about Cole Irvin, whether he is uh, for real and sustaining it, and I wrote out my answer before the game, and uh, yeah, uh, if you saw him pitch, you can kind of guess which way I'm going on that. And I'll give you my guys my reasons why he is pitching like this and why he is going to probably not maybe sustain this level, but why he is going to stay in this rotation because he's been pitching his butt off right now. And it's been lots and lots of fun. But I think that the reason that he had so much success against the Toronto Blue Jays on Tuesday night was because Toronto was sitting changeup. They know that that is his swing and miss pitch and that they he can do whatever he wants to with the changeup, and it looks like he had a good one working. Uh, he threw 29 changeups tonight, or let's say Tuesday night, because uh, you're listening to this a day later. He threw 29 changeups on Tuesday. He the the Blue Jays swung at 21 of them. They were sitting changeup. They were waiting for that sucker, and they still couldn't do anything with it. They got one hit off the changeup. They swung at it 21 times. Got one hit. That is ridiculous. And that one hit was the double to Marcus Simeon that uh, ended up scoring a run. Uh, the other two singles were a uh, a fastball to uh, Espinal uh, that got a, he got on base ahead of Marcus Simeon for that one. And then Biggio's single uh, was on the slider. He got a race on a double play. There was no traffic on, on the base pass the entire game. Cole Irvin just looked dominant. And also the game took like two hours and 15 minutes, with, which... I love that. That was so much fun. I was like, hey, it's nine o'clock. What am I going to do the rest of the night? I don't know. <laughs> so I just watched some of the Simpsons. It was a good time. Uh, also, uh, one final stat on just the Blue Jays in general and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And that is uh, in one other game this season, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. 
has not gotten on base. This is the second time the entire season that he has not gotten on base in a game because his on base percentage is, well, I mean, after tonight's performance, like 474, it has drastically been reduced after uh, that 0 for 3 or 4 or whatever he did. Uh, no, 0 for 4. So, uh, yeah, go A's pitching. And it's because Cole Irvin is so cerebral. The last two outings, People have been sitting, waiting for that changeup, and he just throws them the fastball instead. And if you're messing with hitters' timing like that, they're not going to have good contact, and that is what has been showing through against the Rays and the Jays. Uh, they don't know who the hell this guy is. I, I'd like to see him against them a second time. You know, you saw it in uh, spring training against the Dodgers. They didn't know who he was at that point either. He is pitching his butt off right now, and it, it's it's preparation, I think. I mean, execution, obviously, because he has to be able to not walk guys and not get himself into trouble because uh, he does give up hits because he doesn't throw hard. But it's the preparation. He's he's working his butt off in between games. You, you can tell because you don't just go out and get these stats if you're throwing 91 miles an hour. You, he doesn't have the quote-unquote stuff to just go out there and wing it. But he, he's getting the results like he is. So uh, good job from Cole Irvin tonight. He is arguably uh, the co-ace of the staff along with Chris Bassett right now. And not to be shortchanged, Sean Manaya is looking really good too. Uh, I, I'm going to mention this tomorrow too, but if you had to pick three starting pitchers right now to start a playoff series, which three are you picking? And assuming that everybody's healthy. Say Luzardo's still healthy right now. I think that you're probably going uh, in no particular order, Shamanaya, Chris Bassett, and Cole Irvin. I think the, those are the A's three best pitchers right now. Who had that? I mean, maybe maybe Chris Bassett, but uh, it, there's you know some up and down that goes with Manaya, and nobody knew who Cole Irvin was. I mean, he was on the podcast, so obviously I introduced him to the masses, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, seriously, go back and listen to that. You can see how he approaches pitching and why he's having success right now. And I'm not just trying to plug the podcast. I'm trying to give you guys more information as to why he's doing what he's doing, because he was very open and honest and he's fantastic. And uh, they got him for a little bit of cash. I don't know how much cash. I assume it wasn't that much. And uh, yeah, he's been, he's been pitching his butt off. And I talked to AJ Andrews of the lockdown blue Jays podcast. That is her audio. So I'll, I'll retweet that. So you guys can listen to that uh, just because it's mostly about the A's and a little bit about the J's, but uh, I didn't need the content for today because I got all this good stuff for you guys. I got the water cooler Wednesday coming right up for you guys. Going to find out why Chris Bassett is so successful this year, even though he's not really commanding the ball very well. So stay locked in with Locked On A's and I'll be right back to tell you about that. Today's episode is brought to you by the best tasting protein bar ever. That is right. We are talking about Built Bar. And did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavors as well? They have some stuff like birthday cake or coconut uh, brownie chunk. They just pop up every now and then. So you got to keep going to that website because they do not last for long and they are definitely worth checking the website. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know Bilt Bar flavor as well, you're probably messing out because I have been talking about these guys for a while now. They got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry. Those are two of my favorites right there. Mint brownie, also delicious. Peanut butter brownie, double chocolate and salted caramel. All of these flavors are delicious and there is something for everybody and all of their flavor profiles have 17 grams of protein only 130 calories and four grams of sugar that is for the most part every now and then they go a little bit more a little bit less but that is generally what you're getting from every single
single built bar. And if you don't know what to get your mom for Mother's Day, well, most moms I know love built bar. My mom, huge fan. Send her a box. Send my mom a box. All you got to do to send my mom or even your mom a box of Built Bars is go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into that special somebody's life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring joy into that special somebody's life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give them something special and truly meaningful. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring that they will treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only on BlueNile.com. And welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe. Leave us ratings and reviews that are very positive and helpful and that move us up the rankings. We're trying to get to number 20 among baseball podcasts in America. So uh, listen all the time. Listen to every episode twice if you have to. I Do what you need to do to make me happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm very disgruntled with everybody. <laughs> I'm not. I love all of you guys. You guys have been very, very nice. I have people reaching out to me all the time. Whenever Jed Lowry gets a hit and somebody uh, reply, you know, sends me a tweet that says uh, Jed Lowry's a vampire or anything related to that, that brings so much joy. It makes my heart smile and I don't I can't explain it. I'm, it's a stupid thing that I started and people seem to like that and that makes me happy. So thank you to everybody that uh, sends me those tweets. And also uh, I had a guy reach out to me uh, from Brazil. He's uh, 18 year old from Brazil. He's like, hey, I just started watching baseball and I, I picked the A's. So who, who are the good players? Who are the bad players? Who don't the fans like? You know, a bunch of like he ran the gamut on these questions to learn more about the A's. And I gave him a nice detailed long response and uh, he was very appreciative. And he's like, I don't know how to say thank you, you know, because this is amazing. And, uh, that was just really sweet and it made my day and it probably, you know, helped him with his ace fandom. So anything to help A's fans become bigger A's fans, I am super on board for. So, uh, that is that, but it is time for water cooler Wednesday. I'm, I'm banging the desk, even though you can't hear it. Cause I didn't actually bang it anyways, <laughs> today's water cooler topic. And also, uh, this is only the second week, so I should explain water, water cooler Wednesday. Uh, a water cooler is a thing that when we all had jobs in offices, I've never done this before. Cause I've been, I worked in restaurants before. So I, I, this is my understanding is a water cooler was a place of conversation where you would go get a water because you really just didn't want to work for, you know, 10 minutes. And it was like a way to get an extra break. And this is where you would have a conversation about a topic. Sometimes it'd be like, how is the sports team doing? And so that is the, the water cooler aspect of this. And then uh, water cooler Wednesday, it just is a name that sounds catchy. Um, so that's the entire thought process behind Water Cooler Wednesday. The goal of this is to give you a stat that you can bring to the water cooler and impress your friends or uh, loved ones or whoever you want to impress with your baseball knowledge. This is the segment for you. It's every Wednesday in the second segment. So today's topic at hand is Chris Bassett. Has he been great this year? Not necessarily. I mean, ERA wise, not necessarily, but I'm giving you guys reasons for 
if he can work on one little thing, and it's his mechanics. I'm not going to hold that one over you guys too long. It's his mechanics. His mechanics haven't been there, and it's led to him being a little bit more erratic with the baseball. But if he can fix that, everything else that he's doing right now points to him having another really, really good season. Maybe not like a 2-2-9 ERA like he had last season, but something respectable, like like a 3-0, a 3-2. If you get that out of Chris Bassett again, he's the real deal, you guys. And his numbers are right there. His, I'm going to give you guys the numbers. Here we go. His exit velocity right now on all of the balls that have been hit against him, 87.9. That's below league average. That is fantastic. It's also lower than it was last year. Launch angle also went down. It's at 11.4. And for home runs and stuff, that might be like a good line drive angle, but it's not going to get home runs. And that is really good because his hard hit rate, it's at 35.4, which is down 2% from last year. So he's given up even less hard contact. His command, again, has not been quite as good this season, which has led to some sticky situations. But the reason that he's able to get out of those sticky situations is because his barrel percentage is in the 80th percentile. He's not allowing batters to barrel the ball up, which is basically the uh, barrels on uh, baseball savant are when you hit it over 95 miles an hour and it's between like 15 and 25 uh, degree launch angle. I think that that's basically the, the actual definition of a barrel and he's not allowing guys to do that. So He's not giving up the big hits. He's giving up, you know, a couple of hits here. He might give up two or three hits in an inning and he might give up a run, but he's not giving up four on a grand slam kind of thing. And that's the difference for him right now. If he can work on his command a little bit, and he said that his mechanics are getting there, they're not quite there, but he's bulldogging his way through these starts right now. He doesn't have command and he's still giving the A's six innings every time out. He's been fantastic this season. And I, I know that people look at his ERA and they're like, Hey, he's got like a four ERA. Yeah, but if you look at all of the other stuff, he is grinding for an entire month right now, and he only has a four ERA. That's still below league average, and only slightly, but it's still below league average, and he hasn't had it at all. He's not Jacob deGrom. Nobody's Jacob deGrom except for Cole Irvin. I didn't do that. I'm going to do that in the next segment. <laughs> I have a whole Jacob deGrom rant that I'll save for you guys, but no, but let's stick with uh, Chris Bassett here. He's bulldogging his way through all these things, and his uh, hits per nine is holding steady with what it was last year. That's solid, so he's not giving up more hits than he has been, and his uh, his strikeouts per nine is actually up over a strikeout in inning. That's a nice development, I would say, and his home runs per nine is the same as uh, last season, so basically it's just the walks per nine. It's just his command. Everything else that he's doing is right in line with what it was last year when he had a 2-2 ERA. So if he cleans up those mechanics just a little bit, he is going to be fine. The barrel percentage is the thing that I'm most, uh, it's the reddest thing on his baseball savant page, but that's what I look to to see if somebody's going to be having success and he's not getting squared up right now. And it's kind of like Cole Irvin. He doesn't get squared up because he's keeping guys off with his changeup and his fastball. He's switching speeds on guys. Chris Bassett's doing it with movement as opposed to speed, I think. Um, I, sh I should look at those numbers a little bit more closely, but uh, he, he has more movement on his pitches uh, is my assumption on that one. But if he can fix that, that, that walk rate, He's going to be back, and he's. He, I think that he's already the ace because he's going to give you six. He's not going to allow more than you know two or three runs 
that that's ace for me right there. So uh, bring that to the water cooler with you guys. And uh, coming up, I've got that that Jacob deGrom rant that I'm going to go on for a second. And then I'm also going to tell you guys about the minor league season openers across the A's minor league. So stay locked in with Locked On A's and I'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action over at BetOnline with their stats, metrics, futures. If you want to bet on some of that stuff, it's good, good times over at BetOnline.ag. And uh, if you want to place a bet on your favorite NFL team, Niners Raiders, uh, I recently admitted that I adopted the Jacksonville Jaguars because why the hell not at this point? So, if I want to place a bet on the futures, are they going to be a playoff team? I think I got to go to bet online and see what kind of odds I'm getting. Uh, and that is where I can get all the latest news, odds, and info on all of my sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL. And also, if there's a UFC pay-per-view, bet online has you covered. So before the next pitch, head on over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. So head on over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on. And that is why everybody says that bet online are your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. Last reminder, follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, do whatever you need to do to this podcast to make sure that you're listening every single day. Uh, also, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Locker Room app. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So before I get into the minor leagues real quick, uh, my thing about Jacob DeGrom I made this joke in the Lockdown Now. So if, you, if you've seen that video already, sure. But in the last Lockdown Now video, which is the video that I post on social media after the game where I just recap what happened, you know, what I'm going to talk about on the podcast, what I'm excited about. Um, I mentioned that the last time I did one of these for a Cole Irvin start, I was comparing him to Jacob deGrom because... Uh, Jacob deGrom and Cole Irvin both got zero run support that night, and they both pitched fantastically. And uh, then Cole Irvin had this game, and I just said, Jacob deGrom was too scared to pitch today because they're on the same turn. And Jacob deGrom was supposed to pitch today, but he didn't feel very good because he knows that Cole Irvin was going to upstage him and become the best pitcher on the planet. That is Cole Irvin right now, you guys. It's not Jacob deGrom anymore. He had a sore side or whatever. Uh, yeah, Cole Irvin, best pitcher on the planet, come here for your hot takes. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that that was fun. I wanted to share that with you guys just in case you don't follow us on social media. But uh, let's get into the minor league games from Tuesday. The the league opener or yeah, every minor league uh, opener except for AAA. They didn't start, but uh, everybody else had their first games today unless there was postponements, which Midland did have to sit through some rain in Texas. But let's start off with Lansing because that was an exciting game. If you're an A's fan, at least uh, Lansing beat Lake County eight to one and 27 year old lefty Dalton Sawyer. I, I'm He didn't start the game, but I'm starting with him because this was his first appearance in a professional baseball game since 2017 because of Tommy John surgery. He pitched one inning, gave up one hit, struck out the side. Congratulations to Dalton Sawyer. That is an Amazing performance. Kudos to you. Uh, you love to see that stuff. And uh, hopefully we see what he can do up in Midland with uh, Bobby Crosby at some point. Bobby Crosby is the manager of the Midland Rockhounds. That is 
all that I'm saying right there. Um, also, Seth Schumann, he is a sixth round pick from 2019, a righty pitcher. He started the game for Lansing, went four innings, gave up two hits, zero runs, zero walks, and he struck out seven. Excellent first start out of Seth Schumann. And then a 25-year-old from Japan, Shohei Tomioka, he made his professional debut in this game as well. He got the win in his pro debut. Good job for Shohei. He went two innings, gave up a hit, struck out one. Uh, I know nothing about what he throws or anything. I learned his name today, and I am very excited that the A's have a Shohei to combat the Otani syndrome. <laughs> I love Shohei, Shohei Otani, and I'm probably going to love uh, Shohei Tomioka as well. So uh, give me more Shohei in my life. Uh, also, number 30 prospect Drew Mellis, he made his pro debut. Uh, number 12 prospect Jordan Diaz and uh, Kobe Vance, they all had two hit days. And Jordan Diaz, I uh, tweeted out the picture of this moment, but he homered in his first at bat. It was a two run homer. And uh, yeah, he's got some pop. He's got some pop. Number 12 prospect, Jordan Diaz. He is a third baseman. Um, so let's move on to Midland, where everything gets a little bit sadder from here on out for the uh, the A's affiliates. Uh, they lost to the Frisco Rough Riders. Never liked the Frisco Rough Riders. I think that they're still uh, the affiliate of the Texas Rangers. Not a fan of them either. Um, they, they lost this one 5-2. Number three prospect, Nick Allen, got a sacrifice fly RBI. But he and Logan Davidson, the number five prospect for the A's, went over. So no hits for either of them. But uh, Nick Allen did get a sack fly. So that was that was nice. Uh, Zach Johnson, who is 26 or 27, I believe, got the last four outs of this game all via the strikeout. So good job for that, nothing really happened in this one. I, I apologize that I didn't have more to talk about, but uh, yeah, it wasn't a great performance, but you know, first game, it's fine. Uh, blame it on Bobby. That's what I'm going to do. Come on, Bobby, come on the show. Talk to me about your managerial tactics. <laughs> no, but, but if you do want to talk, uh, come on the show, Bobby, that's fine. Anyways, uh, Modesto shut out Stockton three to nothing. The ports collected all of two hits, and this team is still exciting as hell to me. Um, here's a stat line for you. Lazarito or Lazar, uh, Lazaro Armenteros, the number 19 prospect for these, he's been uh, everybody's favorite prospect, I would say, because of what he can do. He is built like a house. Dude is so muscly, and I want to watch him play so bad. Uh, he went one for three with a walk and a stolen base. So that's that's all good. Uh, the other two at bats he struck out, which is the one thing that is keeping him in stock right now is his strikeout rate. So, uh, yeah, he did good things and he did bad things. We'll see how this progresses after we get past uh, one game. The other Stockton hit came from, of course, Tyler Stroderstrom. All he does is hit the baseball. He went one for three with a walk and a strikeout. So he had an, a very nice debut, I would say, actually, uh, for his pro debut. Night one for three with a walk. You take that. Uh, he was the A's 2020 uh, first round draft pick last year. So just in case, he's also the A's number one prospect. Uh, the number six prospect, Robert Plawson, he went 0 for 3 with two strikeouts in his pro debut. This is his first time playing in the States in front of fans, I believe. Uh, unless there was, well, the alt site may have had some fan interactions, but I don't know how much. But this is, you know, all very new to him. I am giving him a little bit of a pass just because uh, new country, he's been here for a little bit, but, you know, still new country playing in front of fans and doing all that stuff. 
there, there's an acclimation period. So if he has a rough first month, sure, whatever. It's He could have a whole rough first year. I'd still probably be like, yeah, this guy's still legit. Uh, it, I just want to see his tools. I want to see what he's about, what he's doing. I'm going to have to make a trip up to Stockton. So I'm going to have to uh, take the ferry to the port. Is that what happens? Also, I need to name all of my standout performances from these games. Um, as we get it deeper and deeper into the season, we get to know these players a little bit better. Then I'll definitely have some uh, awards to hand out, maybe weekly or maybe daily. I don't know. Well, standout performance from the day or whatever. Uh, the only one that I got right now is for the Aviators, and that is the I wear my sunglasses at night award and that because aviators uh, not because of you know the, the airplanes but the, the shades um lug nuts if you got something like keeping it tight lug nuts or award or whatever i don't know give me some ideas for you got the midland rock hands the lansing lug nuts and also the stockton ports give me some award ideas i will uh gift these to people like they i mean I'll, I'll tag them. I'll make a graphic for this. Yes, I, this sounds like a lot of fun, actually. So, yeah, uh, help me name these awards, and then uh, I'll hand these out either daily or weekly. I'm not sure. Maybe a monthly thing. Just Maybe I'll just do what baseball does, and I'll just... Uh... Whoever's having a good time on the baseball field, they get an award, and that's a that's a good time. But um, I'm rambling too much, so that's it for me today, guys. Uh, if you still need some more sports talk in your life, today on the Locked On Today podcast, are the Miami Heat headed for play-in games? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And so with that, stay indoors and celebrate good times, Oakland. Keep wearing those masks, and I will talk with you tomorrow. 